the Endurance Asia podcast. Yo, pick your red up because things ain't that bad. Maybe you should switch the target that you're aiming at. Believe perfection is a beast that they'll never catch. So never waste another day because life moves so fast. And a dream without pursuing, yo, they never last. Another shadow of regret I try to never cast. And always tell a truthful story if they ever ask. Stop the complaining because things ain't that bad. Hello, welcome to the Endurance Asia Awards for 2023. Joined here by my partner in crime, Mr. Rick Stockfist. How are you doing, sir? Always good to see you, mate. And uh, here we are again at the end, well, the start of another year, the end of another amazing year of endurance feats. Yeah, this is the third time that we've done the awards, actually. So um, I think we've uh, once again, we, you know, we've 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 sourced recommendations and uh, from from the scene and for people in the scene but uh yeah we've uh we we've we've picked what we feel are some of the ones that really stood out for us this year and so we've got we've got five awards once again same of five awards that that we did um that that we did last year we're going to be kicking off with well we'll start with male athlete of the year but yeah we've 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 really gone out of our way to try and represent the full range of uh, endurance disciplines and i think probably about what 90% of our entries of trail running but uh you know it is what it is and um i think uh there's been there's just been so many amazing achievements it's uh it's worth giving them all a shout out yeah and and we're so in addition to the male athlete of the year we'll be doing um female athlete of the year i mean there's always that sort of um uh, there's some award ceremonies out there that actually don't have male or female but look like i mean I think it's really important that we you get full representation and there's just and just to highlight some of the performances um from some of the female athletes and there's been some great ones as well. We're also going to have the um the race and challenge of the year again. Yeah and uh and I think um you know as we were just talking about I think what we think of as the kind of endurance feat and the 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 race of the year is evolving over time right like you know, um, we've we've awarded some of the smaller races before. We've awarded some of the bigger ones um, during the pandemic when we kicked off these awards. You know, what we thought of as a sort of endurance feat of the year was quite different than what we think of it as now. So there are kind of moving feasts and, and a sort of work in progress as we go along. But um, you know, there's some familiar names on the list uh, in in some of the categories and some and some real newcomers, and uh, it, it's a good mix. Yeah, and then, and then finally we get the the fifth award after the endurance feat of the year will be the fundraiser of the year and something that like we feel passionate about. I think like endurance sports lends itself to uh, to to raising, uh, inspiring people to donate for for charities, and we've got a worthy winner of uh, of that this year. So so yeah, if you want to if you want to kick off, sir, for the uh, male athlete of the year. Yeah, so male athlete of the year, lots of competition, obviously, lots of races, like a full pack schedule of of uh, events over the course of the year. Um, we narrowed it down to two, um, with an honourable mention for a, a long-standing friend of the podcast. Yeah, so the uh, honourable mention for uh, for twenty twenty three goes to um, yeah, one of the uh, recurring uh, attendees to the uh, Endurance Asia podcast and guests, um, Tomokazu Hara. 
who had another, I reckon, probably the best year. Uh, and uh, for this is a, a man that's on a quest to run 100 miles 100 times. To have the best year in your career is going to be like, and considering all the things he's done, it's pretty goddamn impressive. And he, he kicked off the year we uh, we got him on when he did um the four trails uh supported him a little bit on that on that run i think it was out 53 54 hours so he didn't he didn't um he didn't get under the sub 50 that he was targeting but won it convincingly and yeah just a just a phenomenal run went on just a a couple of months later to uh to do a fun run and his best performance yet at the um at the Barkley marathons uh but what really sort of stood out as his sort of like the pinnacle and something he's had in his uh like uh, has been planning for years is the the grand slam of ultra runs in uh in in North America and doing the 500 milers uh over the course of what was like two and a half three months um with a yeah fantastic performance of uh, western states uh wasatch and uh yeah forget, forget the other three that he did one one was a random one that he had to pull in because the race got cancelled but um yeah it was a um i think that was like pretty pretty career um career defining career running defining for for tomo so yeah well, well worthy of a, a of an honorable mention for 2023 yeah he's just such an inspiration isn't he i've now got my uh I've got a spreadsheet trying to trying to aim for a hundred summits of the local mountain this year. Um, and that's kind of largely inspired by Tomo, just that idea of that big goal and, you know, working your way, ticking it off as you go along. Um, so yeah, you know, here's to many more uh, appearances on the podcast and, and, uh, and, and race successes for the man. Yeah. And so, yeah, for the winner, winner of 2023. Yeah. I think when we, when we kind of, we, we, we threw a lot of names around, but really we kind of just kept coming back to the same one, didn't we? And, there could really only be one winner when you look at this guy's um, race results, particularly coming back from injury in the first half of the year. Um, and so, yeah, delighted to to share that the 2023 male athlete of the year is uh, is Stingray, John Ray Onifa. Um, just been been on the scene for a few years. Big part of his year, actually, that he he actually left the uh, North Face Adventure Racing team and, and and joined TA. It was like, and actually, you could even pinpoint that this was actually which which changed his year. You know, it, John Ellis and team took him under the wing, and he is just absolutely flown. But you're right when when you look at his results. Sort of July came back after injury, and then you know you look at if you look at his ITRA score and his ITRA results. You know, pretty much every race he entered after that, and there's been you know around ten or ten or eleven of them, he won them outright. You know, so you so you run through it. He won Vietnam Mountain Marathon. He won the Dark Forty Five. He won uh, you know the fifty k at um, Malaysia Mountain Trail Festival. He won Trans Lantau. He won the North Face Hundred. Um, you know, and some of these are serious competition. You know, they're not not weak fields. He's won you know, races across multiple distances, you know, he's got 50Ks, 20Ks, 100Ks, all sorts of distances and disciplines. Um, and uh, just also just a really, really encouraging and positive story. You know, he's he's been up and down a bit the last few years. And then, as you say, like, you know, if, if anything's changed, it's the it's that consistency um, over the last half of the year. Uh, so yeah, very, very worthy winner. Yeah, I think that he he went for the world mountain and trail running championships in europe in austria 
at that point, and and still, I think is the case that they didn't really have like a full professional Philippines um, team. But he still went out there. I think he was coming off injury. He hadn't run since Doi, so he'd been out from racing for six months, roughly, uh, and didn't have a great performance there. But then he kind of like focused on like left North Face, went under the T8 um, banner, and focused on running the Asia Trail Masters. And just put in some incredible runs. I mean, TMBT, Vietnam Mountain Marathon, uh, the Malaysian Mountain Trail Festival, MMTF, which he came second. But at that weekend, he like, I think he ran the, what was it, the 50, the vertical, and then the 10 of 20K on the Sunday. Like, he'd done that a couple of times. Then at VMM as well, like, run multiple races over the weekend. And, like, you have got to be just in incredible form to be able to do that. And form, fitness, um, and like i hope he's not over racing i'm fingers crossed but um but yeah he topped the year off with um with north faith's 100 ultra um and and winning that convincingly for the 100 miler which isn't necessarily his distance i think his his like optimal distance is like the 50 to 60 uh k mark but we'll see he's racing hong kong 100 this weekend which is going to be a really really strong field and so we will um we will see how he uh, how he fares against some of the best in in the world. He's definitely the best in Asia right now. Let's see uh, how he fares against the world's best. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, congratulations, uh, Stingray. So yeah, um, moving on to female athlete of the year again. A pretty stacked field and some really inspiring stories. Um, and uh, you know, I think. Particular shout out here, honourable mention for for Esther, who's been on the pod before. Um, you know, she took until you just talking there, Scott, about sort of uh, taking on the best in the world, and and, and she went and ran Western States. Um, amazing performance, finishing third there. So, um, you know, it's 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 always good to see these names that we're so familiar with in Asia um, racing overseas and seeing how they measure up. And uh, and boy, what a way to measure up! Yeah, she just had an incredible run at, at Western States. And um, yeah, it was actually, it was last year, wasn't it? But the World Mountain Trail Running Festival in um, in Chiang Mai, where she, I think she came third or fourth. But um, but yeah, the, her Western States performance. And I remember her speaking to her and she was like, oh, I'm going to, um, like, I'm, I think I'm going to do both Western States and UTMB. And they're pretty close together. It's actually like most people would choose one or the other. I mean, um, obviously this year um, uh, you had Courtney DeWater who who won both in record times, and like, uh, but that was the end of her season. That was that was it done, right? Um, and but I think doing doing both those races is pretty challenging, and it and it proved to be for um, for Esther. She did come back at the end of the year, and um, and she put in a, a incredible performance in Translantau and and won Translantau. She also went and ran um, the Izu um, Trail in um, Journey in Japan and won that. Uh, so it was a real challenge this year. You, we were. Um, it's an honourable mention, but um, but it was a it was a like very very tight. Um, a tight decision um uh, we did have a couple others that we had considered that um uh a, a couple of um uh nepali uh, runners who put in really good runs this year and uh, we had samaya uh, who um 
obviously kind of formerly of the uh, North Face Adventure team. She's actually just become a Kailas um, uh, uh, sponsored athlete, which is great news for her. She had a good year, mainly racing in Asia. And I think that she hasn't always like raced against the, and she's been coming off like injury from last year, but she put in some really good runs. And also um, Rashila Tamang, who uh, who won Asia Trail Masters as well, um, put in a, had a really good year to be able to win the final of the, uh, of the Asia Trail Masters. Um, but once again, I don't, I don't feel like they really were able, although Rashila is another that will be running Hong Kong 100 this weekend. I don't think they sort of were against the best in the world to really prove themselves. But there was one that proved themselves on the on uh, against some of the best in the world this year, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, we've talked about it before on the pod, but um, how hard from Vietnam, um, you know, I think David Lloyd had even tipped us off to potential quite early on, and 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 that fascinating backstory. But um, you know, uh, testing yourself against the best in the world, what a performance! Um, yeah, so we're, so with the winner of the uh, of the female athlete of the year endurance Asia Awards twenty twenty three is Haho, and I think for uh, for us it really comes down to that UTMB performance and what made it so um, what made it so amazing. I I remember watching the live stream there and just seeing the comments on the live stream, and everyone was like, "Who the hell is this?" She was in third position for such a, a majority of the of the race. And people, she just came out of nowhere. I mean, we knew who she was, but this is someone that's only really been running for the past three years. But to just put that crazy performance on the um, on one of the biggest stages, uh, and you know, she she ended up finishing fourth. She just missed out, missed out on like the true podium. I know that they talk about to, uh, top twenty as podium, but um, but yeah, I think that it's uh, I. Very worthy winner for um for the um, female athlete of the year. She put in another winning performance in uh, Doyethanon um as well, and um yeah, and and earlier in the year she um she won uh, Ultra Trail Australia, slightly shorter distance. She did the fifty uh, k there, um but yeah, a, f- a phenomenal year. Um, coming up off, off the back of like uh, being the ATM winner in um, in 2022, uh, the winner for 2023, ha-ho. Yeah, it's becoming a bit of a tradition, isn't it, at, at the CCC event that they have this breakout star from from Asia. So we mentioned Sunmire and she had that amazing performance the year before last in 2022, finishing second. Um, and so great to see, uh, great to see another name um, emerging on the international stage like that. Absolutely. Looking on to the race or challenge of the year, um, we used to call it like challenge of the year as well, I suppose, because there's, you know, there's some events um, such as like a four trails, which is like not officially a race, um, but um, was it was another fantastic follow this year. But the, the a lot of the one we've I, I feel this has been a really good race season in Asia. There's been some really fantastic races. And I think last year we kind of said, there were a lot of races that had come back after the pandemic and hadn't really got their shit together. You know, there was um, there was still logistically some challenges and some of the uh, experience for for races just wasn't quite as good as um, as I think it could be. And I think this year has really stepped up and there's been some. Um, yeah, there's been some like some really I- I- incredible, um, incredible races go on with some brilliant experience for runners. 
Yeah, and I think it's it's one of those categories where you have to kind of think holistically a little bit around what what do we mean by race of the year? You know, is it the one that attracts the most participants? Is it the one that's best organized? And, you know, ultimately it's going to be a bit subjective. Um, and we're probably going to show some of our bias in, in you know, some of our favorite events here. But, um, you know, that's the amazing thing about that. The racing scene in Asia is just how different so many of these events are. Um, you know, some of the ones that are, are more accessible get bigger, bigger crowds. Some of the ones that we've talked before on the pod about, you know, what kind of the UTMB kind of investment and brand has meant for some of these events. Um and so it's not as simple as saying, oh, well, you know, there's a great, there's a great little independently run race hidden away in the mountains. You know, we talk about accessibility all the time and, and bringing the sports, uh, endurance sports to, to a wider audience. I think, um, I think when we come on to the winner, you, you know, it's, uh, they tick all of those boxes, but yeah, um, certainly, certainly plenty of races to choose from. Yeah, and I think that there's, um, you know, as I hear you talk about that, and we discussed it before, there are, there are so many factors that go into it. Like, do you want the one that has the biggest participation? Do you want the one that has, like, the best organisation? Do you want that one that has the best course and the best views, that like, the 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 best checkpoints? I think they're all factors. Um, and it was interesting, like, going up for DOI this year, and obviously we covered it on the podcast. For me, it was the first time I'd done a UTMB-style event, and and there is just a level of quality that I think is good is good for the scene, you know. Um, I also think that 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 race had lots of things it was missing out on. I think the course wasn't that great. I think definitely the hundred mile course was just was not great at all, and it was basically they'd only cut it like a week before the actual. Um, uh, and I think it missed out on actually being in the actual uh, Ithanon Mountain, like it wasn't actually there, but. Having said all that, the the, the overall race experience and ride was solid and good, and I think it's going to up level for for all of the races in the um in, in region. But um yeah, and, and there's another one like Rinjani, which is one that sort of like the organisation gets a little bit of a uh, like question marks, but it's the toughest ultra in Asia and potentially in the world. And for me, that's a big part of it as well. It's like how tough is this? How much is this is pushing people? And um, and it's one that sort of appeals to me and similar to like H1 did for me. But um, the, we also reached out to um, to um, like Chris uh, Vandervelde at Asia Trail Master because it's such an important group of races and wanted to get his input on sort of one. What are some of the, the top ones from uh, from ATM? Yeah. And as you said, I mean, it is, it, it's hard, right? Like I think you could almost, you could almost break this category down into, into multiple kind of awards if you wanted to. Um, and I think it's, it's about striking that balance, like Rinjani, incredible, incredible setting, incredibly tough race, but just doesn't have the profile and sort of visibility. It certainly has the profile in terms of elevation, but doesn't yeah. have the, uh, it, it just, it isn't a big, it isn't big enough on the scene really to, to be race of the year yet. Maybe it'll get there one day. Um, yeah, I mean, and then you you were also up at um, up in Sapa again. Um, you know, you can't really you can't really not mention Vietnam Mountain Marathon when you're talking about all of these factors. Well, I mean, so I mean, getting on to that, the the ones that we spoke with uh, Chris Vandervelde, he was like, 
the the top the ones that we'd highlight out that were really stand out for this year malaysian mountain trail festival just seems to consistently deliver every year um and it's you know it's got great race organizers a good course and and does really well uh he said like the izu trail journey in japan like I've never raced in Japan, but from what I understand, it's just impeccable, like organization as you would expect. Um, and then the low ultra, which is where they had the final, the ATM finals, everyone that I know that ran it said it was incredible, but actually Chris found it quite challenging on the organization, but it, out of all of them, he said this year and it's, uh, and so I, and I, and went up there and was like i didn't foot i only run a shorter course but the vmm mountain marathon this year to, to gets an honorable mention um and from chris he was like it was 10th year anniversary they just absolutely like nailed the organization but for me one of the things that really stands out thinking back is just the start line i think there's a couple of things that really make a, a race start out the start and finish lines and vmm this year it had a hundred the hundred K kicked off at night. I think it was like 9 30, 10 o'clock. Literally the whole of Sapper town came out to witness people heading off. There was thousands of people on the streets watching. Um, and it just had an incredible vibe. And you just see the YouTube video going them heading off. But also the finish line of VMM for me is one of the best in uh, in uh, like ultra running that I've experienced. Like this beautiful setting surrounded by Sapper Hills. The course is, is great. It's it's challenging. I think that it's challenging, like, you know, they, they for David to maintain the right level of trail to concrete, the right level of very technical to runnable. Um, but I think they do a really, really good job. They brought, they're bringing the 100 miler back next year, but the, um, but I, I think worthy honorable mention for VMM. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so let's move on to um to this year's or 2023 winner of the race of the year and, and as we said we talked about all these different factors and you know when you think about sort of how iconic the race is how important it is to the scene the setting you know it's hard to look past hong kong um and so you know it's hard to look past a race that's got the history that this one has where there's a, a you know there are well-established very stout records on the course um and also a race that's kind of you know it's coming up very soon and and, and is, is 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 one of the inaugural races on the the um this, you know this new uh gathering of events the uh the world trail majors, world trail majors. um and so yeah delighted that um the 2023 uh race or challenge you said race of the year is uh hong kong 100 yeah yeah very and, and i you know there's a certain amount of bias that comes into this because like we, it's the races that we go and have experienced and obviously we get feedback from people but i went up this year and it was just it's a race that i've always wanted to do but as you say it's one of the iconic one of the very first 100 kilometer distance solo races in asia um and just everything about it it's just i think it's um you know they talk about the world trail majors and what creates the ethos around those races of being really like local nuance relevance very well organized very community-based events but in terms of it's got the course is so fast and fun and iconic you go over time ocean you you go on um uh thailand one beach there's just these certain points of it which are just like wow i've seen this in video so many times or i've trained on it so many times it's part of the mackle hose it's part of it um and 
just very well organized and uh and and it's get gets great runners i mean it wasn't a um last year's field had some great chinese runners we didn't all have all the work people coming from around the world because of the the travel restrictions in hong kong um but yeah it's going on this weekend as well and it's going to be an amazing follow once again but um yeah uh worthy uh worthy winner hong kong 100 um for the uh race challenge of 2023 yeah, and we'll no doubt have a bit of a debrief on that after after the event's gone down. Perhaps get one of the perhaps get one of the commentators on the pod, eh, Scott? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah, it's going to be they're doing the full live commentary uh, for and and following for the full race this year. Um, and I will be uh, I will be gracing a, a commentary booth for a little bit as well. So yeah, I'm very uh, like honestly, the field they've got this year is off the charts. It's going to be uh, it's going to be one of the best follows outside of, uh, and there'll be a bit of dot watching uh, available to people as well as the as the live stream on YouTube. Yeah, looking forward to that. Um, and so. Now we come on to uh, the fourth award, which is the endurance feat of the year. Um, and uh, again, lots that we, lots of sort of feats that we bounced around. Um, and again, it's a, it's a hard it's a hard award to to the state. Simply, you know, what are we looking for when we talk about the feat of the year? You know, sort of when we when we kicked this off during the pandemic. It was people who'd kind of done crazy things in the bedroom or, you know, run laps of the same the same block for, for you know, days on end. You know, we've talked about kind of backyard winners in the past and so on. Um, and there were a number of achievements in the last in the last 12 months that that really jumped out. Um, you know, think about uh, Nikki Love running all the way across Australia, setting a, a world record for fastest female to do to do Perth to Sydney in, in something like 75, 76 days. Um there's certainly no shortage of people kind of pushing their limits. Yeah, I, and, and to add to that, we, I mean, one of the podcast guests from earlier in the year, we had Vincia Zing, first Singaporean female to summit K2. And prior to that, she had uh, had summited both Lotzi and, uh, and, and Everest in, in one push. Like, just incredible endurance feat, like to, to to knock off those, you know, the two highest mountains in the world and the fourth highest in one tight, tight season. She's a really, like, good trail runner as well. She's been, um, you know, she represented Singapore at the Asia Trail Masters, but where she really is just comes into her own is in the high altitude mountains. She's like, she's fast stomping up those hills and she, uh, yeah, she, she, uh, I think it's those both feats, uh, definitely deserve it, deserve a call out. And so for the, the actual honorable mention, um, is a Vietnamese lady, uh, by the late, by the name of Hang, uh, uh, wait, I've, uh, excuse my pronunciation, but Li Ting Hang, uh, and she, has been david lloyd um of uh of vietnam trail series has just been hammering on to me about this lady of just like have you heard about have you heard about she decided in 2023 to run a marathon every single day and she achieved it doing 365 um 355 projects was that she had worked on um and she had Got inspired by someone in the name of Gary uh, Gary McKee, uh, done it to raise fund for for cancer cancer patients. So she wanted to do it to raise money for uh, for Smile, the um, uh, the the charity that um, 
helps uh, people with cleft palates, etc. And so she she decided that she was going to run 365 days of the year, a marathon every day. Well, yeah, but the, the mad thing is not that she decided to run a marathon every day. It's that in 2022, she decided to start running. So she you hadn't know, run like, before, a year before. It's crazy, isn't um, it? And so... Uh, yeah, yeah we, we, she was it. She was at VMM. She ran the hundred k. She came second. She ran in a pair of thongs, a pair of flip flops, basically. Um, and even then, she, um, yeah, she achieved um, this uh, experience of uh, of running a, a marathon every day. And you know, we've 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 seen these kind of like Iron Cowboy doing fifty Ironmans in fifty eights, and then we've done we've seen all these. But actually, I don't think there's been too many that I know of doing right and running a marathon every day. And she was getting up at one a.m. every morning to put in that forty two kilometers. Just um, crazy, like uh, super impressive, and yeah, uh, a very worthy honourable mention. Yeah, I mean that's it, isn't it? We were looking at, you know, is is what this person's done a world first, and 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 maybe it is. We don't, we're not quite sure within this case, but certainly not a world first sort of overall. Because she, as you said, she was inspired by someone else who'd done it, but um, you know, almost certainly the first person in Vietnam, possibly in Asia, to do that. Um, a really, uh, really incredible achievement. But yeah, when we to come on to the to come on to the winner, um, you know, and we we've sort of had to to bend some definitions here. Yeah, to make it fit but really because we we just felt like there was nothing quite like this achievement um that anyone else had done um certainly a world first uh certainly a real test of endurance and uh you know we're justifying this on the basis that the 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 winner um you know as part of a team but he's a, a long-time asia resident was a long-time asia resident certainly a former guest on the podcast so you know delighted that um 2023 endurance feat of the year goes to to Mark Agnew and his team for becoming first people in history to um to row the Northwest Passage kayak the Northwest Sorry. Passage yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Kayak, the Northwest Passage yeah. yeah um absolutely incredible achievement and and seeing him talk about it seeing him share his experiences uh what he's taken away from that how he's recovered what he's looking to do next uh is a real inspiration yeah he's definitely like um he's lived in asia for so long he's been planning this from asia for so long i mean i don't think anyone's to be to be um to be clear i don't think anyone's rode it either but like uh but they were the first to cross the northwest by human, power, by human yeah. power exactly yeah. without without wind sail or um and yeah i mean all you need to do is just listen back to the the podcast when we had mark on and it's just a truly inspiring story and um just his his sense of pride of uh, of getting it done and satisfaction and uh um yeah it's it like warms the heart but um it's uh yeah and and he's won a, a whole host of awards and he'd be a scottish adventurer of the year so i, I don't know whether the uh or even, yeah, even european, european adventure of the year yeah it's, it's right. uh it's a it's a you know it's a very very worthy achievement um and and also great because you know we'd had him on in the past and you know, he talks a lot in the public speaking he does about learning from learning from failure and redefining what you think of as failure. And you know, we 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 knew we knew how important this sort of thing was to him and how he he'd, he'd failed in some of his transatlantic crossings. And um, yeah, just uh, just really stoked for the guy. Yeah. So I don't know how uh, uh, what, how pride of place the Endurance Asia Awards. Like that, we've got a physical on award. The list, one. No? Oh, it's no, I don't know. Uh, I think uh, I think European Adventure and Scottish Adventure of the Year would probably. Uh, um, no, I think he'll be. I think he he'll be uh, he'll be pleased with it. I think he will um, 
you know, he's, uh, I'm sure I'd love to see him go on and do some other stuff. I don't, I've got the impression it's like, he feels this is his like big lifetime goal that he's completed, but he obviously has a knack for being an adventurer. And I'd love to see what he, um, what he does again in, uh, in future. Yeah. And I think, so no, no, leads on to the, 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 the final award of this year. Fundraising has been something that we're both, uh, both passionate about. Uh, I think that there's, you know, it's something we also want to want to encourage as well. And there was um, there's one that um, that stood out for us both in terms of like how challenging it was, but also the the money raised and the and the cause. Um, and uh, and so yeah, the um, yeah the the winner of uh, of the fundraiser of the year award is uh, Joe Lodder doing the five trails in five days in Hong Kong, um, which I think is the first time it had been done. Um, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about four trails on this podcast. Um, there are now five long distance trails in Hong Kong. Um, you know, very happy to see, um, the team up there establish, uh, the Tinworth trail in honor of Nick Tinworth, former, former guest on the podcast. Um, and so to do, to do the five long distance trails in Hong Kong over five days, uh, fantastic achievement. Yeah, no, it's um, and we've been wanting to sort of cover the the Timworth Trail a lot. I think it's just a, an amazing memory of a of a great man that had a big impact on the the ultra and trail running community in Hong Kong. And I think that was partly what uh, inspired Joe to sort of take on or to think and bring her about the, this challenge. But yeah, raised um eight hundred eighty three uh, um thousand Hong Kong dollars. Uh, um, run and like run for freedom was the um was the was the cause but it was around uh donating like the the money raised was going to help disabled people with giving them freedom to be able to um like have mobility scooters etc to be able to help them so fantastic cause there's some great footage around the him running around the peak with uh with the people that he was raising money from when he was finishing the hong kong trail section um on their mobility um scooters or their um or their wheelchairs along uh, running going alongside him um great guy and great uh, uh, amazing cause got a, got a really good following captured the imagination and uh and yeah worthy winner of uh, a fundraiser of the year for 2023 absolutely i mean yeah and for those those that don't know the the, the trails the courses i mean it, it, that's five days in which he covered almost 400 kilometers and close to twenty thousand meters of of elevation um you know not not a not a famous runner not a top trail runner you know and 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 sort of speaks to the ethos of this podcast which we you know we said from the beginning was ordinary people doing extraordinary things and you know that's exactly what what joe achieved there yeah well that caps off a uh another year of the um uh, uh of doing the hong kong endurance asia uh, sorry the endurance asia awards and with the winners uh like winners being male athlete of the year i say hong kong and there's a good representation from hong kong uh john ray anifa who uh runs wins male athlete of the year asia trail master runner of the year is also like hong kong uh hong kong based uh and we've um Female athlete of the year was uh, Ha Ho, um, and uh, race and challenge of the year Hong Kong One Hundred uh, in- endurance feat of the year the world um, the world's first crossing of the uh, of the Northwest Passage and finally the uh, the uh, fundraising of the year with Joe Lodder and his five in five run for freedom.
Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, congratulations to all the honourable mentions, all of the people we discussed and all of the people that we didn't. I mean, there was so much going on. Um, and, uh, you know, just just because someone's kind of won some of these events and had a standout year, uh, I, I think you can see kind of year on year, the level of participation in endurance sports just continues to grow, uh, the level of visibility for it and, and then publicity. And, you know, actually, thanks to people like Mark Agnew for, for covering it in the press and, um, you know, it's true. You know, there's a there's a there's probably a Hong Kong bias there in terms of the the, the number of winners, um, or at least you know, as you say, Singray's based there, not not from there. But um, I think again, it probably speaks to you know how strong Hong Kong's become within the within the endurance and trail running community. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, it's just great to see the the number of events continuing to grow and the level of professionalism and the, and the money that's coming in the you know Hong Kong hundred being featured in. Um, this new trail series and UTMB getting involved and uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see who we're talking about in the awards twelve months from now. With uh, yeah, it's gonna it's with the year's gonna be uh, off to a off to a fast start with Hong Kong one hundred this uh, this weekend. But um, yeah, it's gonna be an exciting follow for the scene for for another year. But um, Mr. Rick Stockfish, always a pleasure, sir. It's um, yeah, look forward to speaking to you again soon. Talk soon, Scott. Tell the truthful story if they ever ask. Stop the complaining cause things ain't that bad.